We've been talking about doubt an awful lot around here lately, and I'm here to say that faith and doubt are not opposites. They're partners. For many of us, we come into the faith with what I like to call the Sunday school faith. We've been taught the basics. We know the stories of the Bible. We know the characters of the Bible. And we've been taught that things are right and wrong, that there's black and white. And it can often be difficult for us when our Sunday school faith, so concrete and so black and white, encounters things in the world for which those answers are not satisfactory. Knowing the story of Noah's Ark doesn't help us when our mom has cancer. Knowing the stories of Paul's journey through the Mediterranean on his ships and the shipwrecks and things often doesn't help us when we're faced with a bully at school. There are times when this simplistic faith, which was adequate for some part of our lives, runs up against the events of our lives, and it causes a faith crisis. The crises aren't bad, necessarily. Crises are just a moment where our current framework, the way we look at the world, the way we think about the world, no longer works. It no longer helps us understand where we are, who we are, when those Facts of faith that we've always relied on no longer can stand up against the tide of the reality of what we're experiencing. Many of us have a moment, a season of doubt. And doubt isn't bad. Doubt is just that tension between the faith that we knew, the faith that was comfortable for us, the faith with the window that we looked out of, the tension between that reality, the faith that had been sufficient up to this point, and what our faith will need to look like to address and answer the questions of our new reality. I've heard a lot of people in our context talk about the way that Christianity has been used and abused by folks. They are hurt and angered and frustrated and are questioning their own faith because it doesn't seem to fit into the model that has been projected onto them by people who claim Christianity but don't live Christianity. It's caused a crisis in our community. What does it look like to be a Christian when all the people who claim Christianity as their first identity are not living out the faith as we understand it. Or we've been having questions about how a black and white faith, a concrete faith that says black and white, yes, no, that there's absolutes and you can only understand the Bible in this way and be correct, is not as satisfying when the questions that we're asking have gray It may be that you always held an opinion or a belief about particular people, and yet the Bible is telling you a different story about those people. We've often heard stories about people who live their life in a way that's different than us, whether that's culturally or whatever. Their faith traditions are different. My kids don't go to school with just Christians. They go to school with people of a lot of different faiths. And so it causes us to have to deal with more than a black and white, because these are people, right? And so that introduces some gray into their lives. So what is the truth that moves us past this 
Sunday school faith into a deeper, richer faith, which allows room for other people who we know and love to also be known and loved by God? What does that look like? Or many of us experience doubt around a medical condition, a crisis of a medical condition, or a job loss, where we have been assured our whole lives that if we just were good people, then God would bless us. And then we have the reality of human life, where sin has entered into our experience, which means that we're going to have highs and lows and ups and downs. And so doubt has crept in. Questions have crept in. And I'm here to tell you that that is a good thing. Those questions are a good thing. Where we get off the rails is when we believe that having questions means you no longer have faith. Faith is not having certain answers about the world. Faith is not having certain answers about life. I look at stories like people of who we know and love like Abram and Sarah, who lived their life full of questions, who when God reminded them again and again of the promise and the covenant, laughed in God's face. They had questions. They had doubts. But that didn't mean they didn't have faith. It just means that they had to go through an experience where their faith turned into something different, something more meaningful, something which allowed room for the possibilities that God had for them. And so my challenge for you today is if you're experiencing that crisis, we're experiencing questions, more questions than answers, to allow those questions to guide your seeking, to allow those questions to send you out with a curious mind and looking for resources, for people, for ideas which may stretch your faith beyond where it was before, or just to a different place where it was before. Faith and doubt are not enemies. In fact, doubt can lead us if we follow it with questions and with a seeking in our hearts and a trusting in God's leading to a place of deeper, more secure faith. If you're interested in some of those resources or if you have questions that you don't have answers to and you just want somebody to hear them, I invite you to reach out to me. You can do that through our website at concordpreschurch.com. C-O-N-C-O-R-D-P-R-E-S church.com I'd be happy to walk with you through your journey to trust you with your questions. God bless.